0: It's all gone quiet,"
1: said Flossie.
0: "Too quiet," said Wilma. "But as we know, that.
1: that kind of thing never lasts for long on a Thursday evening."
2: Even all has anyone seen that half a donut I left here last week?
3: I've just flamey well sat on it.
2: I'm sure it'll still be fine. It's a lot nicer than most of that stuff that Amelia eats. I'll just brush off this.
4: What the hell is that?
3: Wilma, what are you doing?
5: Trying to get this big pile of rubbish off my chair.
4: Hey, I thought it was my seat, okay?
1: The narrator wonders aloud. Why haven't I got a line in this bit?
0: Just because. Now get on with it. Ah,
1: the chaos continues as a voice says. Our mics are live.
4: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our show. A little bit later than normal, but I'm Rudolf Hacker, and I'm back this week with a bionic arm and a strange-sounding voice due to the medicines, which I reckon could give Flossie a run for her money when wielding a frying pan. We'll talk about that later, but for now, I am joined in our socially distanced studio with what I can only describe as a person.
0: Good
3: evening, Rudolf. Nice to have you back with us. Once more, we've got someone else to blame when things go wrong as they just did. Since you've been away for so long, it'll probably help if we reintroduce ourselves. Let's go round the table. I'm Harry Balzac, and I look after all of your money. Seated on my left is...
5: Wilma Fingerdo. I'm the one with the sultry voice and the inability to read without giggling. The chair to my left is empty. Oh no, Uh, sorry, can you sit up a bit so I can see you over the desk?
1: Sorry, I'm the apology officer and I'm sorry that I forgot my booster cushion. To my left is...
0: Norma Snookers. I'm the sensible one and the keeper of the sacred pan. Frying that is, not bed. And to my left, indeed to the left of just about everyone, is the last member of our crew this week.
2: (laughs) She said member.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Ow! I'm Looseknockers, and I heal extremely slowly. Nope, none of you seem familiar. Let's just get on with things, and maybe it'll come back to me. What does this button do? I say, mysterious shareholder speculation as Rochester foiled.
2: Investigative journalism, or just a load of old pudding?
5: FTM Mustang feels the pay night.
3: Rats in the Kitchener. This time, they need you.
0: Nerf buffs miffed as buff buffs chuffed.
1: Can rain goes all blame as recovery shenanigans cause panic?
2: all this expansion and retreating I'm feeling a little dizzy
0: And I'm all in a whirl of this week's community news
4: After the announcement last week that Imperial moustache Twiller and former soon-to-be brother-in-law to the blue-haired lady, Jordan Rochester, was attempting to eat a space cow at one sitting with sauce, it appears that his efforts have been foiled by a mysterious shareholder. Lakon Spaceway's emergency general meeting was astounded to find that just one person held enough shares to prevent core dynamics turning the trucker-loved truck manufacturer into a piece of badge engineering. The name of the shareholder was kept anonymous for fear of reprisals that involve falling downstairs, then exploding and accidentally stabbing himself 34 times with an Imperial letter opener. But we've got a good idea as to who it is as his Stetson and cowhide boots complete with Thargoid shaped spurs are easily recognisable the galaxy over. As Hatton's favourite ship manufacturer, Lacon R, at least for the time being, still in safe hands and not in danger of being consigned to distant memory. There are rumours that their fortunes may soon be about to be turned around with the launch of new models. The Model Type 9 is available before Christmas at all good toy stores and includes realistic flashing lights, smashable canopy and batteries not included. Of course, due to scalpers on the day of release, all of them were marked as sold out, and editions were being retailed for one million credits over on GalBay. It appears that only internet streamers, and oddly the mad monks of Van Manen, have managed to get their hands on these much-sought-after gifts, but they promptly mashed two sets together and created a panther clipper with theirs, on display right now in the foyer of O'Connor Station. Lake on Spaceways, the only toys in the galaxy with ten free shares in the company, and a contract that states you aren't Jordan Rochester, aren't representing Jordan Rochester, and commit never to sell to anyone calling themselves Jordan Rochester, even if he promises to give you a pot of black 9.0 paint, darker even than the wax he uses on his twilly moustaches.
2: As you know, here at Hutton Orbital we're suckers for a bit of nostalgia. Imagine our surprise and delight when Canon Interstellar announced that everyone's favourite green dog and pink cat were getting back together. But who would do the narration? We imagine that we hear you ask. After all, Richard Bryars is no longer with us. Hang on, that, that can't be right. Just a second. Sorry about that. No idea how that early draft got left in. Karen Interstellar in July of this year determined that two Class three gas giants in the KOI-413 system were in essentially the same orbit. Yeah, that's better. This is the right article. And checking when they will be in conjunction. They have calculated that after playing hard to get on two previous occasions, the two bodies will lock in a feverish embrace on December the 6th. Yes, that's this Sunday. This cannon leg dogging event involves watching the two bodies that they have named Rhubarb and Custard, which I think tells you more about the members of cannon than it does anything about space science, as their surfaces entwine at 17.29.46. A coming together of large bodies full of hot air on a regular basis? That reminds us of something not that far from home here at the radio station. Here at we do not condone such voyeuristic events. We will be at home, watching Snogs of Praise.
5: Never has the expression, a fool and his money are soon parted, been better illustrated than by Commander FTM Mustang, when he inadvertently dabbled in the mineral futures market recently. Oblivious to the unmistakable storm clouds gathering over mining operations in the asteroid belts, the hapless commander set up an open-by-order for, you guessed it, pay night. The first that FTM Mustang knew of his self-administered drubbing was when he was awakened to the sound of cash registers making their merry-ka-ching sound, and commanders leaving arm-in-arm singing, We're in the money. After wandering around his now-depleted vaults, staring at the empty shelves where once stood columns of credits and neat piles, he trudged out to the front of his shop and with a mighty sigh, pulled down the shutters. The final account showed that he was forced to sell 2,000 tonnes of unwanted painite at over 500,000 credits per tonne loss. He claims that his investment advisor is upset by this turn of events, but we know that anyone who made this kind of mistake does not have such a guide and that this is just posturing. Commander FTM Mustang is not bitter, however, and has vowed to make up the difference and be back in the game as soon as possible. We wish him the best, and so, if you're passing the docking bay and a rather shabby-looking man accompanied by a toy Momus Bog Spaniel on a piece of string, holds out a piece of cardboard with the message, please help, trying to get back to my fleet carrier. Give generously.
3: It isn't often that Hutton has exclusive news. With Labour Radio and Gownet pinching all the good stories earlier in the week, Super Cruise News and that Arthur chap running spoilers immediately before and in some cases right through our show. And of course, lots of willy-waving by people who have top secret access to the Pilots' Federation, intimating that they have intimate knowledge of things that are coming soon. But this week, we've got a Galactic exclusive courtesy of the Fuel Rats. Coming up in a moment, Uvalia Song, Fuel Rat Extraordinaire, will be bringing us details of exactly how the Fuel Rats will be celebrating their 100,000th rescue and will join us after the news for a chat. Now, don't worry, they've only just passed 90,000. But judging by the number of rescues they've had to do in the starter systems in the last week, the big number will be approaching very soon. We don't know yet what the celebration will involve, but we've been asked to bring some crayons, an apron, some glitter, scissors with rounded ends, and one of those sticks of non-toxic glue. Oh, and a responsible adult. Which is why Flossie's supervising the entire thing. After all, last time we had to get Nurse Wyeth to extract the crayons with a pair of forceps after Deadmeat got hold of them. Our thanks go out to all fuel rats, both full and part-time, for their selfless dedication in getting so many pilots out of a sticky mess. We will, of course, be asking a representative what the record is for rescues performed on a single pilot... And of course, who their top rat is since they started. However, get your sticky back plastic and toilet roll in as ready, as we reckon the announcement is going to be crafty. And here is Olvalia's song To Reveal All. <laughs> Those Nordic types will do that at a drop of a hat, you know.
6: 100,000 rescued commanders. Commanders sitting stranded out in the black, about to suffocate in loneliness. Under the cold light of the stars. Until a rat pops in and shoots cans of fuel, liquid of life and warmth. These are the fuel rats, and they're about to hit that incredible number of 100,000 rescues. To prepare for that event, we need your poster. Send your 100,000 rescue poster through the Fuel Red Artist Collective. The lucky winner receives a real-world hotel by Frontier. Second and third get community packs. Submissions close either at the 24th of December or as soon as we hit 100k. The Board of Art Reds will then cast their votes. Read more at contest.fuelredart.org We are eagerly awaiting your submission. See you on the Black Commander. This is Ovelio Song, Freck Curator for the Fuel Reds Artists Collective, signing off.
0: With all the upheaval caused by the changes in galactic market prices for mined and traded goods over the last week, There were bound to be Nerf buffs coming out of the woodwork claiming that all of this was a dastardly plot by them to stamp their idea of balance on the galaxy. The mysterious them are claimed to be the powers behind the galaxy, the shadowy figures that control your everyday lives, and are reported to be behind such calamities as not allowing multi-crew in SRVs, despite there being enough room for two, and elephant butt leather. Regulators have been at pains to point out that previous high price for pay and the like have caused extreme hardship throughout the galaxy, leaving stations, systems, and factions, impoverished and simply lining the pockets of super Uber corporations as Brewer. Their price capping reflects a more realistic situation where systems only buy what they can afford and at far more reasonable prices. During their investigation, and in an effort to encourage more pilots to get out there and become crime fighters, complete with spandex flight suits and eye masks that make the user utterly unrecognisable. They've authorised an increase in bounty payouts at over 400%. Yes, the million credit anaconda bounty is now an achievable target for most commanders out there and even the kind of foolish sidewinder that threatens to boil you up is now worth more than your average void or Mission givers have also been given permission to extend this bounteous bounty to their boards, offering missions ranging into tens of millions for hunting down Kamori evildoers and doing away with them with extreme prejudice. Of course, the Forumites have been this confused since left wing commentators realised Gillian Anderson was cast as Margaret Thatcher and had to cut off their own right hands in disgust. When is an earth not an earth? When it becomes a jolly good buffing.
1: This radio station has been inundated with messages from well-wishers, blithering idiots blaming them for making them go out walking and then falling over and going smash. And, of course, inquiries as to the ongoing recovery of Commander Kinrain, driver of the banter bus and custodian of Hill Pass Sea. As you may recall, he was set upon by forces unknown Imperial saboteurs and clobbered about the noggin. Our correspondent from orbiting medical platform St Rampage the Accidentals, pressed home for broken truckers, has been keeping us up to date with Kinrain's recovery. Our most recent report is that he has been confined to quarters after an incident. Commander Kinrain, never one to do things by halves, has been teaching himself the kind of skills that are most often seen being exhibited by TV magicians in stunts to designed to amaze and bamboozle the viewer and, when they go wrong, at least qualify for the 100-credit prize on Truckers Do The Stupidest Things. Having been given strict instructions that, due to a faulty landing gear and gimbals on his right-hand side, that he was in no uncertain terms not to attempt docking, undocking or any flight manoeuvres without the aid of a crane and a couple of burly orderlies, Conveyne has taken to changing docking pads whilst their backs were turned, leaping from chair to bed and bed to cubicle three without being spotted. After the first few attempts left the nursing team confused as he apparently teleported between locations, they fitted him with a personal hutton helper to help him work out what was going on. At the most recent attempt, alarms were activated and the nursing team rushed to his cubicle where he was sitting, quite innocently, in bed with a huge grin on his face. Of course, they'd left him in his chair. Cue to very angry medical staff who have now gone to find some extra strong strapping with padlocks on it to lock him down in bed until such time as his landing gear starts working properly again. Oh, and he sends his love to all the hutton truckers out there and, as with any prisoner, has vowed to continue his daily escape attempts.
2: Um, yes, uh, well, uh... I've been really busy out exploring for the going for gold thingy and as I didn't have time to repair it after doing the Vicky ball run, that's kind of a tricky enterprise in my ship. And then I have to cook for Norma because she's, well, a bit of a slave driver if I'm honest. Ow! And then I snuck off down to the Hutton games room and I got a bit carried away shooting criminals in 1980s Chicago and time sort of crept up on me and... uh, Well I I know we expanded and then lost the war to retreat straight away, is is that any good? I mean it's easy for Hankey, either Tier is in election or pending election and apart from that he only has to notice if a system's dying from hideous disease outbreak. I mean people do tend to faint when he approaches them anyway so that does take a bit of checking but it's not like he has to do anything, is it? Oh. Thank you, Alvin. <clears throat> this just in from his fluffiness himself. Oh, hang on. Snuzz hasn't translated it yet, bear with me. There's, um, yeah, uh, testicles, uh, torn, scraped, uh, I can't say those, st- um, right, okay. We have four systems above 60% and rising. We've just been through this. Please sort the situation out forthwith or you'll find teeth marks on your nether regions. I think that's what he means. You've dropped the ball in Norensis. We're dropping and on the verge of a conflict, so get some serious boosting done there. Basically, do in Norensis what you've been doing in LP 532-81, Van Marnen Starr, PSPF-LF2, and Leuten 145-141, and vice versa. And um, if you can go back to giving me my previous food as the new stuff is giving me wind and Snoz keeps passing out here is an election by the way this week over to Norma
0: here are the updates for events organised by you the community remember that we're always happy to publicise events and to keep people up to date with how they're going so just get in touch if you'd like us to do that especially if you have any Christmas or New Year events coming up Expedition Mercury's Wings is continuing its journey from Pomesh all the way to the far side of the galaxy. Apparently it's all been going splendidly. So far nothing requiring the services of the Apology Officer other than the destruction of a few fighters after overenthusiastic fighter races, but we suspect that several commanders may have stocked up on Harmer Silver Sea Run before setting off, as Commander Gannick reports that a group has started singing sea shanties at expedition meetups keeping at least one old Earth naval tradition alive They are currently at Waypoint 3, the Dragon's Head Nebula, Belay, Icy's Zag4 It's still not too late to join in You can find them on the ADSM website under Expeditions Details at bit.ly slash Mercury's Wings included their Discord link Christmas Carriers Convoy 5, the first Christmas convoy with carriers in conjunction with delivering presents to Colonia in time for the annual festivities. They set off on Saturday, 28th of November, but Commander Belwin Darkstar tells me that he's heard absolutely nothing from any truckers yet. Is everybody tied up with going for gold too, perhaps? The captain of the fleet carrier, the Cosmic Parrot, is feeling rather lonely. Tonight is in Gandhavi, Caravanserai Spaceport, that's tonight U.S. Central Time. If you're not striving for exploration glory and you fancy working your assisted passage to Colonia before the pirate gets too far away, details of the goods that are being taken on the voyage are in EDSM, and we've created a short link to make it easy to find. That's bit.ly slash xmasconvoy5. And that's all for this week. Flossie will be along later to give us details of CG news.
4: And finally, a replacement bus service will be in operation between Hatton Space and the Bubble. Passengers are kindly requested to board the Forksake Hanky in plenty of time. Tickets will be valid for return journeys for anyone that still has tickets for the Cloud Atlas. Your pilot will be one of the Hanky clones, and the service is not stopping en route to the destination. It will be departing from Barnard's Star at 7am galactic time on the 5th of December, and arriving at Tyr approximately 11pm on the same day, uh, maybe 2am if the Hanky stops for a wee. Facilities aboard available are a shipyard, a lounge, a bar, a canteen, a gift shop, the gym, another canteen, a restaurant, takeaway and, of course, a delivery service. Any donations of low-temperature diamonds, tritium and void opals are greatly appreciated. The return trip will be leaving at 7am galactic time on the 7th of December. And please remember not to distract the driver if you want to arrive in one piece.
7: Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the studio. Oh, my voice has recovered. That's good. Um, yes, it's it's us. It's Hot Norbital News. We uh, apologize. Actually, no, I'm not going to apologize. Apology, officer. Well, we're going to have to. Apologize. I was oh, no, Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> you were asleep. You're I'm very okay, sorry. You're, you're back. We, yeah, you're very sorry.
1: We we need you. We need you to to issue a fulsome apology for the start of the show, if that's okay. Yes, tonight's show was late due to a technical reason. We do apologise, but you're all here now so we're thank you gonna. very much yeah thank you very much to our, our listener
7: for joining us this evening uh, via twitch and i believe we are actually going out on the radio station through the the wonders of having backup tech uh, commander ventura on hand as well with some magic buttons um but um we're joined in the studio by the, the usual radio team and of course a special guest so you just heard the apology officer good evening the apology officer hello and and how are you and how's your week been
1: I'm I'm very very well. Um, I've had a busy week out exploring. I'm doing doing my bit for going for gold too. Um, so do, do you know what your total is looking
8: like?
1: Uh, my total at the moment is about I think six hundred and eighty-five million, and I've got another hundred and something in the in the in the data banks at the moment. Yeah, I'm
7: just sort of looking down the list. Uh, no, this uh, I'm week poor. alone. Yes, this week alone you've done 222 million credits. Nearly 223 million, so cracking job there. I know we're going to get a proper update, I think, in a bit from Flossie with the CCCCG update data as well. Fantastic. Um, but it looks like it's going very very well um there, there are rumors that um we've got incoming communications coming soon from the previous winners uh, who were canon interstellar but the cat is amongst the pigeons as we will find out during the uh, cg announcements by Flossie later because there is something that might throw a spanner in the works coming up soon brackets trademark. But we'll have to wait for that bit. That, that's coming up in a bit. Um, we are also joined by Commander Dead Meat GF. Have you recovered from that pan over the head again? Just about, yes. Just, just, just about. And and how are you this week? I understand you knackering your knees by walking for Baz.
2: Oh, running, running for Baz. Oh, running for Baz. Yes, yes. My my, but walking it would be relatively easy. Um, running it was the challenge. And then I realised I'd done the calculations in kilometers not miles so it's a bit further than i expected but <laughs> i'm on target yeah, yeah well should, i suppose it's you should get a
3: job yeah don't you think with that kind of maths you should get a job working on the, any kind of mars project
2: nothing with oh, that God. kind of maths i should work for the government <laughs> well yeah, well i mean obviously
7: obviously uh, we understand the the radio transmitter currently is not working though we're trying to hammer it into place so those of you watching on twitch are fine and if you're listening on the radio you won't be hearing a word of this so uh, never mind
1: <laughs> Let's talk about them. I was going to say, you'll know the radio isn't working. The orange flashing light at each end of the pylon will have gone off. Yes, <laughs> but you will need to fly an hour and a half out to Hutton to, to notice that, which means you might work
7: it out by the end of the show.
2: Um, is, that, is that what the orange one's for?
7: Anyway, yeah. if anybody fancies telling the world of the, the world of Twitter and everything else that the, the, the radio transmitters offline, please go to video, then that would be marvellous if, if there's somebody who could do that for us. Feel free to tag us on uh, Twitter as well. Which is at Hutton Orbital. Um, anyway, um, so a dead meat, of course, we have been putting stuff together for Commander Kinrain to mm. wish him well. Yes. Including some video from you and Mr. Jester and Flossie beating things up and a, a few other truckers doing lots and lots of walking. He has sent us back a message, hasn't he? He did. Yes. It was for the mug. For the Well, that's the only answer. <laughs> I think he sent much love and hugs for the... I think he was alternately sort of crying and laughing and smiling and... Yeah, I mean, obviously our objective with messages to Baz is always to make him cry, which we achieved, apparently. Um, But, uh, yeah, we understand that he has sent a message back, a photograph of him saluting from his hospital bed. And you think we're joking about the news articles. They have actually had to strap him down to
2: his bed to stop him escaping... Okay, yeah, I can I can verify that that's how, that's exactly the message I've heard
7: <laughs> Yeah um, because every time they turn their backs he hops between his chair and his bed and then grins at them when they look confused. Hmm. Um, so he is he is causing uh, chaos as only Commander Kinrain can cause over in hospital. But his recovery is going really, really well. He has now been able to actually move his right leg for the first time. So he's been able to lift it off the bed and um, and he's got some sensation back in his right leg. So his recovery has started in earnest. Um, obviously, we, we wish him well and a, and a speedy recovery, but it, it is a long, difficult path. But he's having physio every day and uh, you know, the language team are over there teaching him how to say funk off you bamston stop taking the mickey out of me that kind of thing a little more eloquently and
1: of, and of course all the best to ernest <laughs>
7: yes <laughs> um and obviously lots of love to the to the lovely ally who's been helping look after him and um to his kids who've been over popping in uh, every single day to check he's all right so uh, get well soon commander baz um we also have in the studio here flossy hello now you've got lots of bits coming up for your cg news and your CC CC CG news as well? Yeah. GG. Yeah. Have you got some stats on that ready for us obviously the, the official one and the uh, the unofficial hutton community created community goals bits and bobs too?
0: I will have.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Not to drop you in at the deep end there. <clears throat> but yes, um so we've got your section coming up. Um yeah. and is it you know, did you take part in the last one?
0: In the CG, yes. Um, you did, yeah. I helped to to build the federation uh uh, capital ship,
7: yeah. Ah oh, right. Was was were you doing combat for that one?
0: No, what the heck? I don't do combat.
7: Oh, that's just a <laughs> line darned lines I don't and do yes.
0: combat.
7: <laughs> I, don't I don't believe even a any word
0: guns. of it. I only fire limpets, not guns.
7: Yes, but I've seen how hard you fire those limpets and trust <laughs> me they hurt.
1: She fires them from guns.
7: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Loads them into the rail gun and pachew. Yes. And anyway, sitting alongside Flossie, we do have Amelia Hawke. Good evening. Hello. Are you feeling seamless as usual this evening?
5: Uh, I mean, the start of this show today was so seamless. It was. Everyone had their teeth in? Yes. Yes. And of
7: course, you're off to um, another one of the systems that contains a, a rare good, a rare food stuff this evening.
5: Yes, indeed. Off to Orare. rare
7: which has been around for a long time. I remember that back from, oh, was it 1984 or whatever? I'm trying to calculate back to what 1984 was in, in current galactic dates, but, um, 32 something, something, something. Um, I remember a rare from, uh, yeah, the loops around Diso and Lave and all those kind of things from back in the day, back when they used to draw, draw spaceships with lines down each of the edges,
2: you know, white lines down the edges.
5: <laughs> I remember when this was an of Fields.
2: Oh, yes. And, and when, an an, when an anarchy system was actually dangerous.
7: Oh, and all sorts, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be fascinating stuff. That's towards the end of the show. Um, and have you been mining again this week, or have you been teaching newbies, as you as you well want to do?
5: Um, I haven't actually been on this week, unfortunately, but I am planning a trip with a friend out to, well, past Beagle Point, the other end of the galaxy, and back. So that's that's going to happen eventually.
7: Oh, it's lovely there. It? It's a long, 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 long way.
5: Well, the furthest I've ever been is the Galactic Core, so it's going to be a hell of a trip. And we're doing it Tour. in Cobras.
7: Oh, you're doing it in Cobras? Oh, that's very yeah. retro. I know, right?
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> but um, other than that, I mean, obviously, we're not, we're not going to linger on the Tuesday thing, but you had your usual visit to the Hutton Games Room on Tuesday and shenanigans ensued.
5: Shenanigans ensued, although there were very um, peaceful shenanigans this week.
7: They Were yes, well, th- there are reasons for that one which we may or may not go into later, possibly. <laughs> um, and who else do we have? We have the Harry Balsack, also, also known as uh, our, fav- our favorite Sean. <clears throat> hello, hello, um. and, and 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 how are you this week? I, I do understand, um, you've been baking some more delicious treats ready for sending out over
3: Christmas. Oh, yes, we've been getting ready for doing that and forcing you to test them.
7: Yes, well, I, I've tested two so far, one of them was absolutely perfect and the other one seems to have been attacked by the you know the the delivery man of doom yeah well in a
3: strange envelope so we wondered if we'd get away with it but but yeah the, the rest of them we're going but, you the know, after, after
7: licking the wrapper a few times it, it still tastes the same it just you know may have been viciously assaulted by by, by the stompy feet of the postman of doom
3: deconstructed we call it's- that
7: and of course, you're on the decks this evening, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we we went to go live at the start of the show, and then realised all the servers had fallen over. Um, so we've had to go with our emergency broadcast transmitter, which is going out to Twitch. Okay, so
3: we're we're good. Yeah, and we'll we'll get the uh, audio as podcast once Norm's done his magic. So. Oh, uh, Commander Litho Breaker says thirty two seventy would be the, uh, the the
7: date that we um th- that we saw a uh, rary. By the way, just to cut across you there. That's right. Because a litho-breaker is clever like that; he can do sums.
3: He, he can call up a calculator.
7: <laughs> yes. And uh, but before I go to our special guest, oh, oh, Ventura is hiding in the background somewhere, rapidly hammering things into shape. Have I forgotten anyone this week? Because you know it's um, no, I haven't. I don't, I don't. We're on to our special guest, I think now, which is um, Commander Uvelius Song from the Fuel Rats. Good evening, Uvelius.
6: Good evening, Commander, and gr- greetings.
7: Yeah, well, we heard your voice earlier launch our sort of exclusive reveal of um, the Fuel Rats' latest shenanigans. Um, we do have a few questions before we sort of get get to the, the other bits of the important questions we're going to ask you. Obviously, first things first, for those that don't know, who are the Fuel Rats?
6: Well, we are your rescue in the dark when you're in dry and when you're about to suffocate, sir, Met- them. so whenever you run right just call the rats and the rats will come wherever you are whenever you are that's our service
7: yeah i mean your 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 slogan obviously says all about it we've got a question about your, your slogan in a minute but um well, i'm yeah. going to ask the first question then my, my my co-presenters here can can take one each uh, we did have a few come in so fuel rats what made you choose the rat instead of another creature maybe a you know a platypus or a, a fuel hippo
1: Mine. Mine.
6: But, you know, the rat is now the only animal fitting for this, of course. But for a longer explanation, our founder, Surly Badger, said that originally he saw a little rat in the Australian bush with a stack of jerry cans in the middle of the desert. So, you know, old earth and stuff like that. And that little rat had actually a time hanging on its neck, I think, which said fuel cheap. And he found this. So cool that, well, he decided to call us the fuel rats. And here we go. Actually, um, when I did some research on this, he admitted under torture of uh, Snickers that this this rat was in fact in a cartoon of an ancient uh, sort of war that happened sometime in the past. And, uh, well, in this cartoon, this rat was just uh, carrying fuel around and um, saying fuel cheap. So here we go.
7: So next time you see a badger looking very strangely at an ancient rat, you know what you're looking at. You're looking at the very origins of the fuel rats. Um, so should we, should we say, meat? would you like to ask our guest the very next question?
2: I would. So I just had to move
7: away so I didn't <laughs> ah, type in the script.
3: you in the deep end there. Well,
2: I, 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 I realised <laughs> if I press my button to talk, I would start typing in the script and that never ends
7: well. <laughs> no, never ends well.
2: So, um, Yes. Which which one? Which one are we on? We're on the second one. Yes. Yes. Logan. But, but yes, we've got fuel, you don't. There are rumours yes. that the marketing firm that came up with that were paid in void opals. Is there any truth to this?
6: <laughs> yeah, so people believe. But the story is a bit different. You know, we we serve fuel whenever we can and wherever we can. In this case, the client did a fake code you know, when a code red calls, it means that an, a client is on emergency oxygen. Actually, this client just faked this call. And, you know, reds are fine creatures. We help everybody. Uh, well, mostly. But um, I won't say we didn't help him. Uh, let's say it went code red later for unknown reasons. And uh, let's say... Well we, we we offered him some nice fuel, so some more oxygen, in exchange for the nice slogan, if I may say so.
7: So a, a case of code red turned to a code brown very rapidly, at least for the for the naughty pilot.
6: Well, they had some surprises, but as I said, <laughs> that's just um well, talk, you know. Just just talk.
7: Nothing nothing Fuel wrap banter. Okay, well, um, Fl- Flossie, obviously as as our as our resident hutton trucker slash fuel rat, part time or full time on both. Do you want to ask the third question of our guest?
0: Yes. Uh, popular legend says that you're never more than ten light years from a fuel rat. This is this true?
6: Why? Just try. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we just we just run
7: the tank dry, and we'll just see whether we're, there's a fuel rat nearby just waiting with a with a hose, especially to top you back up again.
6: Certainly, certainly. Just, just try it. I mean, uh, the only thing you can do. uh, Okay, you you could explode, but our success rate is pretty high. So, well, uh, try it. But no guarantee. If you suffocate, uh, well, that's your problem. We will take your uh, your belongings, okay, and um, well, sell it for sneakers, maybe.
0: Yeah, I well, more possibly. likely 10 minutes from yeah. the of that. <laughs> well,
6: Snickers,
7: known to those of us who are slightly older, as marathons, which is yeah. what it sounds like you have to do to get some of the uh, the further flung commanders who got stuck somewhere beyond Beagle Point. Um, so, Amelia, would you like to ask the final question before we talk about the, the exclusive reveal?
5: Yes. So, um, we've heard of the Hull Seals, uh, an unrelated animal helper, but have you considered any new divisions like um, the limpet chickens or the rare rabbits?
6: Oh, well, other animals, we couldn't touch that, could we? I mean, let's them have their fun. If the chickens want to run the show, they might do something there. But, I mean, we are the few rats and, you know, we are, celebra- well, we are almost celebrating, you know, that big number we will speak about. And I th- think, well that fits into our pockets we don't need more completely yeah content with it it's it's fine no branches so, required. required
7: there, there is an opening in the market for these these other ones i think you ought to copyright those ones amelia the limpet chickens <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they sound perfect things for, for a hutton trucker oh i've flown all the way to hutton orbital and realized they don't sell limpets has anybody got some that would be the limpet chickens
6: <laughs> i see a future for this enterprise
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
7: or you've got—I've gone mining, and oh goodness, I've forgotten my limpets. Just call the limpets. Oh, chickens.
0: Oh, I'm always doing that. Yeah, yeah, going talking a good.
7: combat zone. What with the combat wombats? Oh, the combat <laughs> wombats. No, they do exist. I think those those guys. <laughs> okay, they're okay. very good at the game of Wom we understand um so okay on to the reveal this evening thank you very much um Uvelius, and of course the, the fuel rats for giving us our exclusive this evening so we are led to believe that you are rapidly approaching a magic number in terms of the number of rescues you've done since you started
6: indeed you are
7: Do you want to which is the number? drum roll can, so what, what are you at a... and what, what are we heading for
6: well well i can just say it has a one in front yeah and then there comes a zero it's a bit more than one and then there comes another zero and then depending where you live there might be well a space or uh, a dot or whatever and then there comes another zero and a zero and still one zero more so well, so
7: 10 rescues you've done 10 rescues
6: yeah with many more zeros wow.
7: oh right right <laughs> 10 to the power of many rescues yes one hundred thousand rescues is rapidly approaching now i mean obviously it was increasing steadily over recent months but in the last couple of weeks you've seen an acceleration in terms of the number
6: of rescues <laughs> acceleration yes you're joking <laughs> yeah it, it was uh uh yes it was pretty much insane so um, we in our statistics now we have a very sour statistic with uh, paperwork you know fuel are not bureaucrats but paperwork well paperwork piles up in any case you know how it is you don't want to do it but you have to and our paperwork shows us quite precisely that our rescue numbers per day went up from oh, something I, i'm not sure how much that is let 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 me look it up well this is about uh, 46 rescues a day which is not two yeah, which is quite impressive already if you think about if you think about 24 hours per day uh, so per standard day of course um from these um yes um or let it be 60 yeah, uh, 46 rescues from these it just jumped up to well 526 rescues in a day ten times the that. number of rescues yes 526 one and 24 standard hours of the old Earth time, you know, ancient stuff.
7: You guys must have been busy ratting like mad. And was this all in the starter systems with all these new people that came on with the Epic accounts? Or is it just everybody's had one of those blips where anywhere in the galaxy they've been running out? Or is it all focused around those few systems?
6: Well, usually it's spread uh, over the galaxy more or less. But, uh, in this case, of course, we had quite a focus on the starter systems and uh, on certain systems that have a distance from starter systems where people tend to run out of fuel. There have always been some favorites there, even in the past. But um, well, as it happens, I in ref- these days I personally refueled and. Um, uh, A clipper commander who just forgot to refuel and he was not a starter commander since well you know clippers are a bit more expensive
7: well it's a fantastic job that you you will offer and obviously you've launched a special competition this week um, to celebrate the the approach of one hundred thousand rescues which should be done by the end of december obviously depending on how uh, how your rescues go if they stay at 500 a day you know it should be by the end of december but you've launched a competition for people to help celebrate this um, which we spoke about earlier we've got our crayons we've got the glitter uh, we've we've taken the glue off dead meat in case he swallows it again um, so what are you looking for from the community to help celebrate this
6: Well, you know, it's always the thing. People are prepared and everything, but they don't know when it will happen and where it will happen and stuff like that. So we decided, well, um, of course, there must be a nice poster and that would be in order to have a special poster. And since I personally was too lazy to design something and my fellow red artists were also too lazy to design something, we said, oh, well, we will just let the community do it. A brilliant idea, is it? So the contest is now Design the most impressive, most speaking 100,000 rescue poster, however you spell that, um, and send it to us and our red art board will cast their votes on the best design. Well, yes, that's how we get our nice designs, you know, it's pretty simple. So I mean, it, it could be it could be sort of
7: screenshots with text over it. It could be one hundred percent, you know, raw artwork, you know, hand drawn by your your own your own uh, your own hand. Um, it could be anything, but it's got to encapsulate what it is to not only be a fuel rat, but manage that huge number of a hundred thousand. You could write it in Roman numerals, I suppose. You could write it in a Thargoid language, yes. the Guardian language, whatever a yes. hundred thousand is in that. Um, but it has got Both. to epitomize. The fuel rats.
6: Absolutely. I mean, the core thing is not that there is 100,000 written somewhere on the poster. The core point is that this has to be an outstanding event poster for the 100,000 rescue. How you do it, whether you do 3D or 4D or 6D or uh, with sargoids? Well, or hypercubes sargoids. or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, the, void opals, pl- pleasure, of course. That's open to you or just a uh, pen drawing. Whatever. If it's brilliant, it's brilliant. And you will win the prize.
7: Yeah, a, a message has come in from It's Micro T saying, you know what they say? You can't spell art without rat yeah if you red. jumble them around a bit.
6: Yeah, exactly. And that's a fine thing, don't you think? So, uh, well. Oh, yeah. Might, so, might obviously. Are
7: there prizes for the community?
6: Yeah, of course. I mean, doing something for the rats should be honor enough for anyone to, to jump and grab their pens and. Brushes and whatever they need, uh, whatever, um, and chisel away for a nice poster. But we thought, well, uh, that might be a good idea to have some nice prizes. And actually, we asked sort of the uh, the how would you say the, the the gods of the elite universe, so of our universe, sort of, or the creators, or however you want to call them, and they agreed that the artist who actually wins the first prize will get an extra-dimensional thing, and that extra-dimensional because it's real-world, whatever that means. So the person who wins the first prize will get a Hotas controller, um, real-world thing. As I said, I don't know what real-world really is. But But new sticks to fly your ship with, yes? Yeah, it should be a pretty nice controller for your ship. Maybe you win automatically every fight, I don't know, but uh, I've heard it's pretty nice.
7: Yep. Yeah. well the, these are spectacular things uh, are there any runner-up uh runner-up prizes
6: as well for uh, second best poster of course we couldn't just let them uh, hang uh, you know they will be beautiful works i mean we did an art contest in 3304 already and the runner-ups were pretty close, so it wouldn't be fair not to hand out something to them. They will get something which we think is quite fitting, uh, community packs from also from Frontier. So uh, they will have nice rewards as well. And our founder, Surly Badger, um, has, is, or is considering to send out some nice uh, red uh, stuff as well, like cups and uh, patches and stuff like that he hasn't decided yet but he is there there will be there will be prizes though for for the runners-up as well so second and third place will get these community packs okay Uh, and
7: and where to find out information on the competition where should they go when they dial up their sort of the gal web and uh, type in an address what address should they type in to find out information
6: and to make their submissions well you feel you will find all details about this fantastic contest at um, as the name says contest. dot as art. posted org a website so yeah or, all, all, as
7: simple. posted in the the stream chat channel yes contest.fuelratart.org for all the details you need to join in now flossie Yes. Don't want to leave you out on this one as our resident fuel rat. And I don't know whether Uvelius knows about this one, but we have a second piece of news about the fuel rats and what they're up to over the next couple of months as well that you've been updating me on today because oh, yes, of course,
0: yes. now, I
7: don't know whether Uvelius knows this one but um last year um Hutton truckers sent an expedition down to the Antarctic over on old earth and the the crew of this expeditionary vessel took with them a couple of Hutton mugs which they took all the way down to a a base in the Antarctic um, the the base was refueled with an awful lot of um yeah, the stuff they need, just the foodstuffs, but also the, the, the fuel they need for powering up all the science experiments. Um, they took part in science experiments. They did the refuel and then they came back. Um, the entire crew signed the Hutton Mugs and they came back to the UK and were auctioned for charity. But we have news that uh, even though that ship has now been decommissioned, they have launched a new vessel. The Australian Antarctic Survey have launched their new vessel and there will be a Hutton Trucker on board it as mission leader again. But this time we're not sending a Hutton Mug. What are we sending, Flossie? Fuel rats, no. We're we're sending some fuel rats goodies down to the Antarctic. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, Uvelius, I don't know whether you knew this one, but we're actually sending some fuel rats equipment down to the Antarctic as part of a refueling expedition via ship through the southern seas uh, for charity. Um, And the team are going to be videoing and photographing... Um, the, the Fuel Rat expedition to the Antarctic for us. Uh, all the details are going to be available via the Hutton um, Twitter page and the Facebook page as well. And we will, of course, be tagging the Fuel Rats in any photographs we have. So, yes, the Fuel Rats are an honorary part of the expedition down to the Antarctic with some of their goodies as well. We That expedition is also being joined by Canon Interstellar. Now, we know that um, Palantir, Harry Bolsack, is familiar with um, LCU and the shenanigans of the uh, Canon Interstellar team.
3: I have had my hands dirty, yes.
7: <clears throat> yes. Now, they've been they've been sent um, a few bits and pieces from the scientists as well to go with the science part of the expedition. We understand that might include some foodstuffs, also known as the indestructible cheese they make over on the kenosis. Don't know
3: whether you've seen that cheese yet. Yeah, they, they say it's made from chickens, but uh, I'm...
7: Yeah, Very suspicious. we're not going down the route of that joke, but yes. So the Fuel Rats will be joined on the expedition by canon Interstellar as well. So it's 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 not hutton goodies this time. It is Fuel Rats and canon going down to the Antarctic, and we will be following it with interest. Uh, Uvalius obviously will send you some details so you can share with the Fuel Rat team. And Flossie is going to act as a bit of a liaison to you as well, hopefully, to tell you what's happening to all of the the Fuel Rats goodies that are going to the Antarctic.
0: Yeah,
6: that's a brilliant news.
7: Yeah, it was exciting last time. We learned all about Growlers and we're not oh, going to yeah. explain what a, a growler is here <laughs> a growler is not what you think it is if you've got a dirty mind <laughs> yeah commander okay mm, says definitely looking forward to following the reports from the joint hutton cannon fill rat mission to the antarctic it was i mean the science and everything they were listening to whales they were they were measuring plankton they were uh, they were looking into space they've got a space array down there that looks into space as well so um, yeah the great science goes on and obviously climate science to try and protect planet Earth from the ravages of what humans are up to that's it from me for the stuff to do with the fuel rats ovelius look thank you very much for coming to join us this evening it's an absolute pleasure to have you here as a representative of the fuel
6: rats thank you very much for having me it was brilliant to squiz Hutton radio and flossie you are a great honorary artboard rat as well welcome
0: oh thank you <laughs>
7: Yep. Yeah. um honorary. now um Mr. Mr. Ballsacket, there, there is a tradition on this show. There is. There is a tradition on this show. Now, I don't know whether we've been looking down the sofas for a few extra pennies, uh, or, or maybe a few scraps of previously smashed mugs. But would you, would you like to inform Elias what the tradition dictates at this part
3: in the show? The tradition dictates that if you've actually appeared on the show, then you get a commem- commemorative uh, item. You get a Hutton Orbital Radio mug. Mug. Yes, cool mug. mug.
6: Yep.
1: Now the, are they cool, are exceedingly—that's
6: brilliant, it's brilliant, mm-hmm. exceedingly
1: rare
7: things. These ones, because we actually ran out, so we're having ah. to make uh, some special orders coming up, coming up soon. But Uvelius if you want to email us at uh, our usual email address, we will tell you offline uh, with some contact details, and um, as and when we get the next batch through, yes, we will be sending you your very own Hutton Orbital Radio mug.
6: Wow, that's brilliant. Mark. Thank you so much. I think I can uh, check the details with Flossie as well because I'm in contact with her anyway because she's yeah. one of the Reds, actually, who will decide about the poster winner. Oh, on the judging committee. Well, look, thank you very
7: much. <laughs> and as ever, to our to our listener as well, for you know, for those people that take the time and the energy to construct content for us and to appear on the radio show, you know, it's the least we can do to say thank you to, to make the show uh, uh, more fun than just listening to us. Right, um, Palantir. We, we better move along. Now, Uvelius, um, you're welcome to join us for the rest of the show. Feel free to take the comfy chair in the corner of the studio and join in for the rest of the show. Um, a lot of the rest is sort of all already ready to roll, but, you know, you can listen in here, and we, we may come back to you if you want to hang around and ask a couple of questions. But, you know, do feel free to hang around in the studio while we do the rest of the show.
6: Thanks very much. I will have to leave, um, yes, in a bit. we will, uh, will stay around a bit deep.
7: Well, stay stay for the Galnet News Digest at the very least, because yeah, Beetlejuice and Motherspooner oh yeah, their take on the universe is quite special. Right, I'm handing over back to Harry Bulsack now. Um, do you have any more from the banter banter bits before well, we move on?
3: A t- t- quick thing, just why don't you just give people a very brief update of what happened to your arm after we sent you home last week and had you all stapled up? With, people have seen pictures of your bionic arm. Uh, that you turning yes. into Maximus Prime or Minimus Prime in your case, but... Uh. <laughs> Minimus, yes.
7: Well, yeah, the I 600 mean, after... The credit man. Yeah, the 600-credit man, yeah. The, the scrap that we found at the orbital has been beaten into shape. Yes, unfortunately, yeah, I went out... for That's a walk what to to, mugs. to ...to video for Baz and, and slipped up and smashed my left arm in, in numerous ways. According to the doctor, it is a <clears throat> significant injury. Um... Which basically means they had to sort of stick my arm back together again. But um, I went into hospital and they've given me an exoskeleton on my left arm. So I I now have, I look like, I don't know, a cross between the Winter Soldier and um, something Heath Robinson on my left arm now um and yes i've got 12 weeks of recovery before my left arm works again um where i've got to wear this this sort of awesome looking brace i am speaking to a few people about having it adjusted to look like some mandalorian armor you know it shoots flames out of it and all sorts but um
3: <laughs> litho breaker reckons yeah. you should be optimug primark optimug Primark. Optimug that primark. <laughs> <laughs> yes
7: that's the yeah. one um, um but uh, note to self though when when you go to bed with your bionic arm on and you, you roll over and put your arm under the pillow and then put your head down hard you do realize that it is solid metal and hurts a bit so uh, i have head. brained myself a couple of times you well, that too i've brained myself a couple of times with my bionic arm so um <laughs> no but it's, it's healing up very well and uh, apologies for not coming on the show last week it was i was given some really really good drugs and there was no way there was just no that, way
3: oh, you know, well you're not did here we're not here, sorry. We, we I, forgot to notice.
7: <laughs> <laughs> You're rubbish, you are. Um, anyway, uh, Dead Meat, there's one more announcement, I think, before we go on with the rest of the show.
2: There is. There is. There's a, a Kickstarter for the uh, the Gorgon's Lock. And we mentioned that last week, I believe. Um, and it's live. It's live. And, and a massive, um, massive link. Am I going to have to read that whole thing? All yes, intel. this is why I've given it to you. <coughs> okay, so www.kickstarter.com forward slash projects forward slash fantastic books forward slash the hyphen gorgons hyphen loch hyphen save hyphen your hyphen souls hyphen defeat hyphen the hyphen gorgon hyphen queen. There's a trade in forward slash which you may or may not put. It's up to I you. Think to may pay, a, pay. I think that might be a code, you know there might be,
1: a, yes, there might it's, be a a, it's a code
2: for please please buy our book
1: <laughs> click here
7: <laughs> but, but yes so fantastic games slash books slash fantastic stuff um publishing yeah i've launched the kickstarter um they're already four thousand credits to their fifteen thousand nine hundred credit goal as well by 89 backers um there are videos pictures all sorts artwork up on
2: the kickstarter page and uh, we wish them all the very best with their kickstarter campaign I'd just like to point out as well that um, for those of you who aren't in the uh, Twitch chat and haven't got the link there and are working from the beautifully red link, uh, they do not put the correct apostrophe after Gorgon in the link. And it's your, as in possessi- possessive, not the uh, you are.
7: Yeah. And, and by Locke, we, we, we mean the apology officer flavour of Locke. Um, not, yeah, not, the, not not the padlock. I wouldn't. Kin right I there. wouldn't I'll think lock. an apology officer of flavor lock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. So we, we wish them very well. The link has been pasted as well. Um, right. I think is. I'll hand over to the apology I officer now to introduce the next. Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. Well, we are getting ready for the Beetlejuice and Witherspoon Balloon Animal Act, where they twist the news into all sorts of interesting shapes, and we clap at the end, even though it always looks like a dog with funny shaped ears. But before that, we got a tune from Commander Vex who says he composed it whilst flying his Type 9. My fellow truckers, I give you Commander Vex and Eye of the Trucker.
0: Okay.
9: Garnet News Digest, 3rd of December, 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news Federation wins the arms race, Alliance stirs up tension with Thargoids, A broken record, Imperial bobblehead withdrawn, following safety concerns. Federation wins the arms race, the Federation has narrowly
10: outstripped the Empire in its race to create more capital ships in the face of increased border tensions and the continuing threat of terrorist attacks. The new Farragut battlecruisers are expected to start patrolling Atropos, Imancabra, LHS-143, LFT-367 and the Hutton Trucker system of Wolf 25 within a few days. A smaller number of Imperial Majestic class interdictors will be patrolling Chimichilo, Oranica, Theta Indi and Zilano. Both the Federal Congress and the Imperial Senate have increased spending on military operations, with ground forces a special focus. Alliance stirs up tension
9: with Thargoids. Sirius Atmospherics is seeking to convert Thargoid-inhabitable planets into human-inhabitable planets, according to plans released today. In an Alliance-sponsored deal, the corporation is seeking to terraform ammonia worlds in the Coalsack Nebula to be suitable for human habitation risking causing further tension with the Thargoids of that region. In the initial phase of the operation, the corporation is gathering as much exploration data as possible to help it identify the best candidate planets for terraforming. Speaking yesterday, a Pilots' Federation spokesman said that the Thargoids do not have a home in any particular part of the galaxy, instead inhabiting which space. It was therefore reasonable, he reasoned, to evict Thargoids from planets they do not inhabit for the benefit of humanity. (laughs) a broken record. Dear Pilots' Federation,
10: I first wish to thank you for this open line of communication and congratulate the CM team for doing an awesome job, on balance, with more open and honest information sharing with the community. To that end, I'm very sorry to have to point out and ask your forgiveness in advance, but I'm sure you'll agree that as the Pulse Wave Analyzer has of today been broken for 87 days since the September 7th patch, it seems that commanders are owed a better response by now, just shy of three full months later than we're looking into it. So my question is, can you commit to going to the devs at some time before next week's AMA and securing us some meaningful answers to the following inquiries? What exactly is the issue causing the error? As it was broken in a patch that included no notes on a change to PWA, how and why was it adjusted? How did you expect to rebalance mining last week with meaningful data on Commander's behaviour when the PWA being broken removed two-thirds of mining
9: from proper activity? Answer me that. Dear Commander, we have answered the PWA question previously. However, I will answer it again here for you. The team and I... acutely aware of the PWA issue and the justified frustrations this causes. We've been raising it with the development team who are currently working hard trying to establish what has gone wrong and why. Please bear in mind that this is an incredibly busy time for them. I do not know what is causing the issues. There were no patch notes on it because there was no intention to alter it. The rebalancing used historical data as well as current. As was stipulated, this is an ongoing process and one we will refine if required.
10: Imperial bobblehead withdrawn following safety concerns.
9: The Pilots' Federation says that it has been forced to stop testing of a new bobblehead after a number of ships sustained severe damage during testing. The bobblehead, said to have been of Imperial icon, anti-slavery campaigner and chat show guest Princess Ashling Duval, is reported to have caused low-frequency oscillations that made ships in which it was fitted difficult to control. The problem is reported to have affected mainly smaller vessels. However, during tests where five of the bobbleheads were fitted to the dashboard of an Imperial cutter, the canopy developed a number of worrying cracks where the bouncier parts of the bobbleheads were repeatedly slapping against the glass. Perhaps surprisingly, there has been a backlash against the Pilots' Federation's decision to withhold this particularly bouncy cockpit embellishment, with many commanders protesting that they would gladly put up with their ship jerking around erratically and with the massive cracks in the canopy, if only if only they could have a small plastic model of their beloved Princess Ashling to vigorously keep them company in the privacy of their cockpit. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.
5: Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. Tune in next week for more of their interesting news-related verbal balloon dogs with funny-shaped ears. It's nearly time for Flossie to regale us with news of the community goals, but before that, we've been delving deep into the past and found an old sketch that's been gathering dust. So we thought it was about time that it saw the light of day.
11: Meanwhile in a bar in Hauden Orbital, two truckers are having a conversation.
12: Evening, mate. What, you filthy trucker? Yeah, not bad, not bad. What have you been up to then? Well, with all these ships out there being a filthy trucking bunch of killer truckers, I thought I'd buy a new combat ship. What, you've given up trucking, have you? Well, I I thought I'd give it a go, you know. You've got to have a go, don't you? Yeah, right on, Commander. Don't you start that again. So, what would you buy then? One of those vultures? Nah. I, I bought one of them federal assault ships and went out tooled up for trouble. Wait, I, I thought the feds didn't like you after that incident in the bar. No ranking? You filthy trucker. Nah, nah, I, I went to one of their stations, right, and went to buy one and the jumped up filthy trucking son of a trucker said no. What, what'd you do? Well, I gave him an headbutt. An headbutt? Yeah, an headbutt. <laughs> That's a bit fucking much, how do you respond to that one then? He said I was perfectly qualified to fly a Fass and after stuffing a pair of cotton balls up each nose he sold me one. (laughs) That'd teach that filthy trucker. So what'd you use it for? Well, I went out around George's pants looking for trouble. This cop comes up to me and he says submit to a scan, Commander. So what'd you do then? Well, I stopped, didn't I? Filthy trucker flew in and gave me an headbutt. An actual headbutt? Yeah, blew up, didn't he? His mates didn't like it, so I scarped, you know, back to the station. Going through a toast rack, and you never guess what, mate. What? Well, I missed it, didn't I? <laughs> gave the station an headbutt. <laughs> an headbutt? Yeah, I blew up. <laughs> oh, right. Well, bought the ship back and went out. Yeah, you know, a bit of mining. Forgot my mining laser didn't I? So, you know what I did? Well, I'd imagine you'd come back for the right gear, didn't you? Nah, I found the newest rock and gave it an headbutt, mate. <laughs> Not an headbutt. Yeah. That worked out for you. you know, I blew up again, didn't I? Well, decided it weren't for my trucking day, you know. So I went out for a little trading. You no, know what? In your face? Well, yeah. I jumped into the next system. I saw Flossie. You never guess what she did. She didn't. Yeah, she head back the sun, didn't she? Oh no, not again. Well, you know, Shortly afterwards, right, this code guy comes up and he demands all my stuff. A filthy truck. Mother trucking filthy trucking trucker. Well, What'd you do? Well, it was only fair. I gave him an impact. What, in your face? Well, like that it was. what did he do? Well, he gave me one back like this. Christ, did it work? Well, yeah, he ran away. <laughs> oh. I went to a, a res site to get some bounty hunting in. You know, I saw this... Anaconda shooting missiles everywhere. Every couple of seconds. Another one, mate. What, did you bring your point defence? No, 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 no. I was it a fast? I took him on a forehead, mate. What, headbutt? Yeah, well, like this. Easy, mate. You spill me drink. I had a similar circumstance once. I was in the radio station watching Dick Chaffin work. Filthy trucker. Yeah, proper filthy. Well, the music started skipping and jumping and crackling all over the place. And Simon ran in. and do you know what he did? He didn't. He did. Filthy Trucker gave a Dex an headbutt, sorted it right out. And this other time, we was watching this race, right? And the SDC had turned up and we're trying to pee in our pool. Filthy truckers. No, no, not truckers, that night bloke. Well, I sent him a message, didn't I? Would you mind stopping that, please? You're spoiling everyone's fun. Oh. Well, What'd he do, give you a set of well-reasoned arguments about the validity of combat over planet surfaces? You know, shout pirate phrases over the radio? Nah, headbutts. Well, uh did it? Yeah, kill me
8: dead. And
0: it's Flossie and the Community Goals Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals news First tonight we've got news of the CCCGG or Community Created Community Gold goal to bring exploration data into just about anywhere as long as you're a hut and trucker We've leaped into 1st place and a holding station over there on the PC platform. Xbox and PS4 are accelerating in the right direction as well. Start so far are... This week, um, Shoreside Customs is in 1st place, with 1 billion credits. Montgomery Python, with nearly a billion credits, is in 2nd place. And Deschavis... With uh, over 800 billion credits, is in third place, and Louis Nuccas 263 billion credits, and Marco 2612 with 222 billion credits. And overall, in first place is Chicks with over 72 billion credits. Montgomery Python with over 5 billion, Suavus with over nearly 2 billion, Shoreside Customs over 1 billion, and Marco 2612 in fifth place with over 800,000 million. And uh, the expiration total so far is 87,674,244,884. The top Twenty excuse me, I was sneeze. the top twenty commanders have all breached the hundred million credit mark. The CCCGG will run until the seventh of January when we hope we'll be lifting the trophy. And now on to this week new CG, which will if anything probably help our current going for gold. Report Sirius Atmospherics Initiative by providing Ammonia World exploration data. Sirius Atmospherics has requested help from independent pilots to provi- provide data on Ammonia Worlds for terraforming purposes. The subsidiary of Sirius Corporation is working in partnership with the Alliance to est- establish colonies within the Corsac Nebula and to identify sites of commercial and scientific interest. Dr. Maximilian North, Sirius Atmospheric's project director, outlined the requirements. We have developed revolutionary new terraforming procedures for terrestrial planets with ammonia-based atmospheres. Our collaboration with the Alliance is the perfect opportunity to try and put these to practical use, with the goal of transforming the region into a more human-friendly place. Serious Atmospheric offers rewards for explorers who can provide us with exploration data. We are particularly interested in detailed scans focusing on the composition of ammonia worlds, not just in the Coltac Nebula, but elsewhere. Gathering wide-ranging data will enable us to determine the most suitable targets for environmental conversion. Pilots are requested to deliver their exploration data to the Sirius Atmospheric Research Facility at Beaton Court Base in the Muscadark region, PJ-P B6-1 system. Although the company is paying handsomely for all exploration data, it is the data from ammonia worlds that will really progress the research, with data from mapped ammonia worlds being three times as useful. Depending on the tier reached, Sirius Atmospherics will offer higher prices for exploration data starting on the 11th of December 3306 reaches Tier 1, it'll be standard payout for expiration. Tier 2, it'll be one week at double the standard payout. If it reaches Tier 3, it'll be one week at three times the payout. At f- Tier 4, it'll be two weeks and, at three times the payout. And if it reaches Tier 5, it'll be two weeks at four times the payout. If successful, the top seventy-five contributors will receive a fully engineered, detailed surface scanner with twice the normal probe rate coverage. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering ammonia world exploration data to Beaton Court Base in the Muscatark region. PJ-PB6-1.
7: told you what to do. Thank you very much, Commander Flossy. Oh, this really should affect the going for gold too. So if we get tier five in the CG, it means that we'll get four times the normal payout for exploration data on the 11th of December 3306, which means if you are, yeah, hang, hanging on to data, ready to contribute to the GFG, hang on to it until the 11th. And then we, do we know whether we have to hand it into that particular station or is it just all over the place we're going to get four times the payout? Do we know detail, Flossie?
0: Uh, it'll just be at that station.
7: So at Betancourt Base atmosphere. in the Muscatel region. Yeah. Um, but so yeah.
0: Also taking part in the um, CG, uh, they're paying higher than normal. Um, oh,
7: fantastic! So it may be worth if you've got exploration data, considering going over to Betancourt Base, and obviously cashing in your at least your ammonia worlds over at Muscat Dark Region PJ-P B6-1 system um, to gain super, super bonuses hmm. at the CG it it's station itself. it's paying
0: handsomely for all exploration data. So. It is, OK.
7: Yeah. So in which case, can all commanders please divert to Court Base in the Muscat Dark Region for all your explo data and see if we can get it to Tier 5 and then sell even more afterwards? Yeah, uh, is taking it. part of the CG required to get the bonus after? Not normally, I don't think, Commander Micro-T. I believe uh, the community are helping everyone else get a bonus at the end of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's, it's a global reward, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. So well, anybody fantastic. selling there. Uh,
7: Right, well, we've got one more bit of news before we go over to the next bit, which will be Commander Chicks' exploration tips and tricks. We've got a little bit of information that's come from Mr. Cow and Mr. Simoof about the Elite Community Meet, which, as you know, the real one was postponed this year. Uh, I'm going to read Verbatim from their post, because it's only right, and then I'm going to hand over to Dead Meat, because we've also got a charity donation update as a result as well. So give me one second just to call up... Um, so, message from them says, it's normally at this time of year that a few of us start rolling the rocks to create the next year's ECM, complaining yet again that we've left it all so late. We've been talking for a while now and have made the unanimous decision not to organise a physical meetup for our usual time of Easter 2021. ECM needs to be an event where people can feel safe and relax and currently obviously due to covid this is not achievable as soon as physical meetings become possible and safe i'm sure some commanders will put time into organizing the mini ecms pizza meets and you know scratch the festering saw that is our desire to meet up in person for chat and fun Easter 2021, specifically Saturday, the 3rd of April 2021, we will combine efforts and focus on doing things to help bring the community together virtually again this year and hopefully bring your consciousness out of your familiar surroundings. We want that special day feeling again where you can play with people, whatever you fancy, or just sit as a wallflower feeling connected to a group of friends. We will use technology, the skills of our core team and volunteers to bring the fun and social aspects of ECM to the comfort of your own home via your computer we do understand how disappointing this decision is as we all feel it too we love meeting everybody the passion we hold for organizing ECM is hopefully very clear from the amazing volunteers core team and the hard work we put into making this event happen it is the highlight of our year what we would ask in the meantime is that you all look out for your friends open the virtual doors to play with them reach out to help those struggling with a bit of loneliness and isolation keep contact open and keep the fun alive and going strong this situation will pass It will improve, and we will be there to greet you at a future ECM with open, sanitised arms when we can all do so safely. Keep safe, the ECM team. And, Dead Meat, you've got an addendum to that
2: one. Yes. I I put a link in. I woke up in time to open the link as well. Hey. (laughs) So, I've... After making the decision not to pursue a physical meet for ECM in 2021, we requested and received a full refund for the Cambridge Chesterton Indoor Bowls Club. We have divided this amount by two and have now made the final donations to our chosen charities to bring the accounts for ECM 2020 to a close. This there's a document on. (coughs) Excuse me, um, my my finger slipped off the button. Yes, (laughs) all right. Um, so yes there's the 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 documentation for the the accounts are downloadable for anybody who wants it but the i've just put a link in for the chat channel as well very good yeah so um the donations in total were six thousand four hundred and fifty five pounds and ninety six pence
7: Yep, we had done £5,400 to date, so as of this week we've added an extra...
2: £527.98 each.
7: Each to special effect and and to hearing dogs, dogs. yeah. So thank you very much, the community, for all the generous donations. We we always do hold back a little bit of a float to enable us to do the next year, but obviously with it not happening, uh, the venue have been very good... And return that to us obviously we, we showed commitment to them by keeping it all in there and keeping it all open just in case we could run next year but um all very amicable and and it isn't going to happen in the spring so they have returned it which is very very good of them and we've been able to donate all of that money to charity which is absolutely wonderful so an extra thousand pounds to charity this week thanks to all the truckers and truckers friends and ecm friends out there so thank you and i'm going to miss seeing you all in person really actually i am yeah. But we're going to do it virtually. Anyway, talking of doing things virtually, it is time for the
11: last part of Commander Chicks' exploration, tips and tricks. Good evening, Chuckers, and welcome to the fourth part of my trilogy, exploration, tips and tricks with Commander Chicks. So you scan systems until you're seeing double, your fingers are sore and raw and you're hot ass, and you're having dreams about scanning HMC's in your sleep. All that lovely cartographic data snugly tucked away and safely in your bulging databanks. But remember, truckers, there's no problem in space that you can't make worse. So here are six things that are most likely to kill you and how to avoid them. First, neutron stars. Serious explorers just avoid these. No, really. They don't net you much in the way of cash, 20,000 credits or so. More than main sequence stars, but still stellar peanuts. They're pretty to look at, I'll admit, but at best they damage your ship and at worst they kill you. Neutron jet cones are like rickety fairground rides and mopeds. They're fun to ride until it all goes peat Tong and ends in tears and the rebuy screen. So if you must dabble in neutron cones, do it on the way out when your data banks are empty, not on the way back. It'll only make you cry and feel foolish. Just simply turn off non-sequence stars in your galaxy map and you'll never encounter one. Second on our list of calamities, high G planets and Class D thrusters do not mix well. Yes, you'll regret the weight saving you made on those feeble D-rated thrusters as you helplessly plummet planetward, watching your altitude increasingly decay no matter how manically you waggle your joystick and mash the reverse thrust button. Right, Flossie? Just stop all that panicky nonsense Sit back in your pilot's seat and reflect calmly as you spread yourself across the planet's surface like human marmite, losing both your ship and all that lovely data. As the sweetness of your 80 plus light year jump range is tempered by the rebuy screen of bitterness, just remember that those tiny class 3 shields and class D thrusters will not save your explorer condor from a high G world. So if you find yourself in need of some materials for synthesis, and decide to pop down to the surface to pew-pew some rocks in your SRV, first check the gravity of the planet in the system map, or in the planetary approach heads-up display. It's right there, right in front of you, so there's no excuse. Killer number 3 won't occur often, but when it does, you'll be glad you packed a spare flight suit. Jumping into a system is normally fine, even at maximum speed. Just roll your ship, pitch down to avoid the star, while simultaneously hitting the honk button and fuel scoop away. It's automatic. You can do it with your eyes closed. But, once in a thousand jumps or so, that flash over your shoulder will tell you that you just jump smacking between two stars. Your canopy will fill with a fiery stellar hell, accompanied by warning alarms, flashing lights and Covas statements of the bleeding obvious, about your ship overheating. Smokes and sparks will rise from your instrument panel, accompanied by an acrid burning smell from your graphics card, then you'll explode and die penniless or crispy. But it doesn't have to be this way, just have a heatsink handy. I find the best and quickest way is to set your second fire group to launch a heatsink on primary fire. I prefer this safeguard as I sometimes suffer from negligent discharge. I mean of sinks, of course, which happens when they are assigned only to a single key or switch. Making them a two-step operation prevents this. Yes, you can synthesize more heatsinks out in the black, but they require manufactured components which are hard to come by out there, so use them sparingly. If you can jump in at maximum speed, roll, pitch down, recognize your impending fiery doom, switch fire groups, launch a heatsink, switch back fire groups to honk the system and all before you have finished fuel scooping you truly are a certified steely-eyed elite explorer. Now try sce to aux At number 4, Stellar Phenomenon can be nice to look at but can also be bloody dangerous. So you spotted some weird object on your scanner and you drop out of Super Cruise to take a look. You'll make 50,000 credits for scanning the first of each type in each galactic region and 2,000 credits thereafter for repeat sightings. To scan them you need to get close enough to use your short range composition scanner and this is where it can get tricky. Many of these objects rotate and the unwary commander could get swatted in much the same way as the new hammers of some Coriolis stations in the bubble. Also if like me you confuse your reverse thrust with your boost button because you hardly ever use them in the black, you'll probably ram the thing and you'll lose. This is the moment you realise three things. These objects are solid, 3A shields are largely ornamental, and that adrenaline is a nasty shade of brown. Be careful around these things. Penultimately, pirates. Not the jolly singing Gilbert and Sullivan modern major general types, but the mean spirited, I've come a long way for what's in your cargo hold type, sporting scars, badly spelled tattoos, eye patches, who are only too keen to give your cargo hold a jolly good rogering. So make yourself less attractive. Um, I mean your ship, not you. Several decades of late nights and hard living has done that for most commanders, so you don't need any further advice from me on the matter. Don't fit any cargo racks so you can't carry any cargo. If you've got nothing to steal, you won't get robbed and it'll maintain your jump range. Don't bother picking up cargo on slanets as the attention it draws on your return isn't worth it. Why risk billions in carto data for a few thousand credits, weighing in some random junk you happened across on a planet's surface that you've aimlessly carted around for the last 20,000 light years? The chances are it's either illegal, stolen or both, all of which can get you killed by the first system authority ships you encounter in faster, better and more official ways. Carrying weapons out in the black is pointless. Most of the time there isn't anyone to shoot at, but on the rare occasion that there is, they'll have bigger and better weapons than you, and more of them. They'll also have more shields and armour into the bargain. So just run. If you get caught, submit to the interdiction and then run. The chances are you'll have a much greater jump range, so even if they try to weight scan you, they'll never be able to follow. Use your jump range near the bubble to get into an occupied space on the way out and into a nice safe station on the way back. Don't loiter in bubble systems and invite attention. You aren't equipped to deal with it, other than by running away. Lastly, docking. While not as redonkulously difficult as it was in our galaxy's dimly remembered past, nevertheless it still prevents the final hurdle of doom for any weary explorer. You can land manually, of course, but if you've been in the black for any length of time, you'll be rusty. So will your docking computer if you have one. Make sure you restore its integrity to 100% using your Auto Field Maintenance Unit in the right-hand menu panel. You did fit one, didn't you? It's been a while since you docked, so take your time. Not until you hear the reassuring thunk of the docking clamps and the Welcome to the station, Commander. from that jolly northern woman are you finally home. Now it's time to hear the reassuring tinkle of ice in a glass and the fizz of your first Megagen and tonic accompanied by a percussive, soothing (laughs) as you cash in all that lovely data. And if you don't want hecklers, just remember not to do it in the middle of a radio show for the mug.
5: Uh, So Commander Chicks will be with us live next week. So if you've got any questions for him, let us know before the show. But now it's over to the sports results, courtesy of our apology officer.
1: Looking for the obscure perils that are this week's results. The Hutton Sports Report is brought to you by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a Christmas tree which refuses to be put up before the 1st of December. The events are... The third stage of the I-came-out-here-to-get-away-from-you rally. The Giro de Cargo. The why-did-I-get-a-bounty-from-Hutton-when-it-was-a-Hutton-Mission Cup. The did-you-say-you-have-a-bounty-on-you-opportunistic-challenge. The... Taking advantage of the big combat buff open, the if-you-don't-like-it-you-can-get-out-and-walk final, the third stage of the I-came-out-here-to-get-away-from-you rally ended with a respectable victory for Commander
4: Koipu, with Micro-T coming in second place. The Giro de Cargo pink and yellow jersey goes to newcomer Commander Chicks, who was crowned King of the Docking Bay. The Why Did I Get a Bounty from Hutton When It Was a Hutton Mission Cup has been held over due to a mods outbreak in the Mission Giver's Bothy. The Did You Say You Have a Bounty on You opportunistic challenge was comprehensively won again this week by You'll Never Guess Who. Yes, it was Alex Zuno who broke all the records. The Taking Advantage of the Big Combat Buff open has been postponed for a week to let the adjustment actually come out. The if-you-don't-like-it-you-can-get-out-and-walk final this week has gone to a steward's inquiry, as some commanders were believed to be filling their ships with trumbles and calling them passengers. So, it's your serve, nothing below the belt, and if you gromp or bristol, you will be disqualified. This week's classified results are... Coigpo 73, Micro T 61, Chicks 127, Shattermage, 30. The Burke 578. Smoggy, 73, 415. Alex Zuno, Everything. Miser Kurun slightly less. Sky, 16. Attic, 2, 15. The Original Bastard, 2,531. Winterice UK, 1,744. Connor's Key Nomads, Nil, Flinttown United. 4. Brechen, 2. Alauer, 1. Reserve Second 11, nil, Hutton Academical, nil. There is one no score draw for your coupon this week. The Hutton Decal this week has been awarded to Commander Koi just email itookpart at hattonorbital.com to claim your decal kit, which this week consists of a cardboard template, tubs of safe-to-eat paint, and a selection of brightly coloured straws, paper, not plastic. Hutton runs. Two attempts, and neither of them were even slightly close. It just hasn't been the same since Fleet Carriers. Commander Short Engineer did manage to crash into Alpha Centauri B-1, wrecking his ship and getting a free lift in his escape pod. Sadly, the clock was not running. Could you beat the Hatton Run record? Are you going to milk the new combat buffs for all their worth? Well, why not show the world how amazing you are? Just go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper. This time next week, it could be you who's blow-piping paint onto the side of your ship. Let's face it. Anything has to be better than losing your apology officer and then forgetting to sign up for the CG and then selling all of your exploration data. Like FTM Mustang did. And that's it. From me. Thank you, Mia.
2: Dense, impenetrable, and the sports report was just the same until Rurov took over when it got a little clearer. Maybe we'll actually get someone email in Hutten Decal this week. How anyway. <laughs> Well, if you leave the office, that's what happens. By the way, uh, I didn't put your staper in the jelly. That was someone else. We're going (laughs) Um, over to Amelia Hawke in the moment and we'll see what horror she's managed to chew on this week. If you want to quickly go and get some antacid tablets, you've got less than a minute as we indulge in a little fuel rat nostalgia.
11: 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions?
5: Good evening. This is Amelia Hawk reporting for the Gullnet Food Digest. I try the galaxy's most rare and dangerous foods, so you don't have to. Since the days of Jameson, back when pilots all flew cobras and Thargoids would drag people to their doom out of witch space, a mode of interstellar travel long since consigned to the dustbin of time, Aurair, formerly a pure, a poor agricultural corporate state, has had one line in its entry in the Galactic Travel Guides. Arare is mildly well known for Ararian Vicious Brew. The system of Arare is one of the older populated worlds in the bubble and stands along with famous locations such as Lave, Deso, Tionisla is one of the old worlds. The rare that I'm sampling this week is that self-same brew mentioned in the history books The Vicious Brew. It's sold from Sharon Lee Market, orbiting a rocky world quite simply known as Grey. This week there are no tales about exciting terraformed worlds, mysterious creatures, and fantastical plants. Just simply the power of pure human ingenuity to produce something special. Before modern hypersleep systems, fast frameshift drives, and the superluminal speeds available through cutting-edge technology, pilots often had long periods of time traversing systems, or heading out to a star to scoop it. Early hypersleep systems were suitable for short in-system jumps, but many a pilot preferred to experience the various solar systems in real time. Piracy, then as, as it is now in anarchy systems, was rife. And the vigilant pilot had to be aware of passing Ferdaland ships eager to liberate a cargo of computers and machinery. Of killer crates in their odd-marauding marae. This is where Aurair found an eager market for stimulants and invented the Aurair brand jump juice. Designed to keep pilots awake for days on end and alert. The recipe is, and was, a heavily guarded secret. The brew itself is still made by the science of the original inventor's family, and is an intoxicating mix of stimulants, caffeine, sugar, and chemicals designed to promote wakefulness, focus, and negate the need for sleep. It's deep purple, translucent, and carbonated. Whether that's a side effect of the process, or purely to make it more palatable is anyone's guess. It's served in small bottles. Only as much as a single swig, and the bottle, in very small ripening states that no more than two should be drunk in any 24-hour period. Drinking a bottle of this wonder juice, the flavour is strange. It's not fruity and doesn't remind me of anything so much as the medicines they give you as a child when you have an earache. But it's pleasant, and it fizzes all the way down. It is rare these days. As the need for it has dropped, it found a second life as a mixer in various, the seedier cocktail bars, able to keep clubbers awake for days on end, of frantic gyration on the dance floor, to hypnotic beats. Will you excuse me a second, please? Will you stop that incessant banging? Apologies. You might be wondering where it gets its more modern name, vicious brew. It's said that with buckfast tonic wine, sporadic outbreaks of violence tend to accompany the drinking of this particular rare item. If you've ever seen one of those sidewinders in a Hazrez site offer to boil you up when they see you in your engineered death conda, it's very likely they've been at this vicious brew. Uh, I heard that! If you don't pack it in, I'm going to come on there and stick that hammer where the sun don't shine. Combined with alcohol and the lack of inhibitions that it brings, the Vicious Brew has landed many a pilot with a free trip to the nearest prison barge to cool off. They say that some drinks give you wings. Well, the Vicious Brew gives you a set of knuckle dusters and the temperament of a jack russell that's just allowed... Uh, Just swallowed a big bag of performance enhancers and wants to bite your legs off. Uh, Or fornicate them. Some drinks are made in Scotland from girders. But this is made right here in Aurair, out of a piece of lumber with some large nails stuck in the end of it. Right! That's it! You've really done it now! Excuse me a second. What did you call my mum? Say it again and I'll punch you so hard in the frame shift, you'll think a Thargoid interdiction is a birthday party. Ah! I'm sorry, but he was asking for it, looking at me sideways like that. There we have it, Aurarian Vicious Brew. Side effects are just a marketing ploy to make you think you can single-handedly take on the world. Tasty, though.
0: Uh, I haven't finished yet! Take your finger off that bun before I chop it off and feed it to my pot plant! Quick, get away the sedatives! I'm trying! Oh, did you just kick me in the... Never mind that. Get the chloroform.
1: I'll take you all on! On behalf of Hutton Orbital Radio, that was Amelia Hawk trying a rare and vicious brew. We'd like to apologise to our viewers for scenes of extreme violence this evening and can reassure our listener that no radio presenters were harmed in the production of this programme.
2: What do you mean, not harmed? I'm going to be walking funny for months.
1: Uh, Amelia has just necked a second one of the bottles, having knocked out the security detail and has gone off to give a Thargoid a swift punch up the thorax. She tries the galaxy's most dangerous rares, so we don't have to. Next week, we'll make sure she has something far more happy to try out.
7: i'd leave you lot alone for a second and what on (laughs) earth have you done to the studio i mean i just popped out to get some painkillers and i've come back there's a chair overturned over in the corner there there's something on fire over in that and what happened to that poor security guy (laughs) sorry you're under the chair and that poor security guy is (laughs) sparkle out on the floor you know amelia's so usually so calm and she's been sedated now so i I think it's safe to, to to talk to amelia amelia are you feeling okay now
5: uh
7: what happened well, did you see what you did? To, I didn't know you could kick that high. I really didn't. I mean, the poor guy's undercarriage is somewhere around his um, <clears throat>
3: thorax. He's oh, yeah. his overcarriage. He's undercarriage. Been renamed, is, I've been renamed as Harry Nexac. <laughs> I
7: mean, that brings tears. Oh, we didn't know you had it in you, Amelia. We really didn't.
5: Well, 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 he deserved it. He said my mum was so big. No, no. When
3: she, well, well,
5: when she did a flyby, he got mass locked
7: oh dear well i suppose you might have just said i mean we used to flossy you know wielding the pan with wilder bender but that Ararian vicious brew my goodness gracious it does explain a lot of the things that those npc pilots say when they come up to you yes uh, we think that alex zuno drinks four of them actually he pours them over his cereal in the morning doesn't he before he has his Wheater mix
1: <laughs> yeah he his... does, doesn't bother with the cereal <laughs> no he
7: just drinks it out of the bowl <laughs> I, and uh, yeah i think there are plenty of hutton commanders at the moment cashing in on those bounties who may be necking some of these vicious brews but um yeah we're, we're hippies here at hutton so no let's stay well away from that for the near future shall we yeah best yep. avoided i think yeah next week at yes. least evil juice at <laughs> <Just>, least <laughs> evil juice no i think we're going to go with something a bit more hippie next week a bit more relaxing i think we may have burst a couple of ear drums. A a scotch egg cocktail no chicks we're not trying <laughs> scotch egg cocktails and Commander Bam says that sounds far too close to the outcome of the original Coke recipe. Oh no, that has nothing on this. Well, look, it's the end of the show now, so thank you very much to the entire presenting team. And apologies for all of the uh, well, it's not my place to apologise, it, yes. it's Mia's.
1: But um well apologies, apologies for firstly for the late start and also for my unscheduled departures during the show. That's well serious. if you will rock your chair backwards, you will end up falling down under it. Yes. We'll put those
7: special little legs on the back of it so you can't tip over.
1: Oh, yeah, won't stabilise us.
7: No, no, Scotch egg cocktails are not a substantial meal. Commander chicks. <laughs> as tasty as they are. Um, so, thank you very much to Flossie. And, of course, Flossie will be back next week to tell us more about these ongoing stream of CGs coming out of the Pilots' Federation. Yep. <laughs> uh, and what tier we get to. But I suspect this one is going to get to a pretty high tier.
0: Yeah, I hope it
7: does. we great. Well... We might end up with a run for our money on the going for gold. We might have to do some serious work after that. Uh, thank, thank you very much to the the very mellow sounding Dead me GF. Thank you, and uh, of course to Palantir who's been trying not to set the decks on fire this evening. Thank you
3: for standing in for me. It's all right. If you you only have one hand, you can only push one button at a time. But
7: well, well, yeah, and it means I'd have only pushed you know half the wrong buttons. <laughs> but I probably would have got them all wrong anyway um and to ventura who's been lurking over in the corner trying not to get hit by flying scenery and uh, of course to amelia who i'm sure is going to be feeling better soon
5: mug mug
0: mug
7: mug mug, mug. Uh, obviously the fuel rats thank you very much for loaning us uh one of one of your team to tell us all about the new stuff and uh obviously um to the listener um Oh, cracky! Quick, quick list to say goodnight. No, we're just going to say goodnight to all of you because there are loads of you this evening. But thank you very much for tuning in. Obviously, if you're listening again on the uh, the podcast, you won't have heard all of the chaos that went on. But this show will be uploaded to our YouTube channel, which we've now got a proper address for, as well. Yay. Did you spot mm-hmm. that one? No enough of you enough of you listen to it that we're now youtube.com forward slash c forward slash hut orbital truckers we don't have to do you know slash diddly doodah with flossy anymore so uh, youtube.com slash c slash hutt and orbital truckers is where this will and past episodes are all uploaded too. feel free yeah. to go and give it a a bit of a thumbs up over there if you like it or a thumbs up if you don't it doesn't really matter um or if you missed the start of the show you can catch again that's usually up within 24 hours and of course um norman ventura will be putting together the podcast for uh, the next couple of days i'd imagine judging by how
11: many <laughs> times couple of
7: weeks
8: <laughs> yes
7: um other than that there is one very important thing that we always uh, say at the end of the show amelia what is it
5: for the mug
1: for the, the mug, mug. Everybody. and Mag. we'll see you next week mug mug I should say so.
8: journey too long no cargo too small profit margins never really mattered at all gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anyway Loading all the team out to the brim With the rest for the more, 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 for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from for the moth, for the moth, for the moth, for the moth Yeah, everybody sing a trucker song Flossie always seems to crash into the sun utilize the pilot on the Xbox one helping out the free you know leads us one truck across the galaxy now everybody else for the more for the more the yeah you know just where we are coming from for the more for the more, for the more for the, more. For the more. Everybody sing the trucker's song for the more, for the more, for the, more. For the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the, more, for the, more. For the more. Everybody sing the trucker's song. That I can land on And I'll give you cargo And sing you my song No point 22 like years To go Cruising to No Journey too long No cargo too small The profit margins Never really mattered at all We're gonna take The cargo where it's needed Today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere So shout it out loud like you don't even care For the more, for, for, the, more, for, the, more. for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more. for the more, for the more, for the more. For the more. Everybody sing a trucker song For the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where they're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more Everybody sing a trucker song
4: General. That's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?
1: Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report, where we dive into the Crystal Water Hutt Tracy sporting events the perils that are this week's results. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Source to come with a Christmas tree, which... Refuses to be up before first of December. This week's
8: event, the third stage. Hello, the
7: apology officer. <clears throat> we appear to have lost you. No, I think the apology officer has fallen off their chair. Can anyone find the apology officer?
2: I was going to say we can still see them, but
7: now I don't know. the apology officer has vanished. Should we, should we? I would see if we can drag the apology officer back in, or should we <clears throat> cover? Amazingly, give it a countdown to everybody. Everybody in the uh, Twitch chat, count down from ten. In, in the Twitch chat, and if we get to zero, then we'll we'll do stunt cover for the apology officer. Ten. Nine. Nine.
3: Eight. Eight.
0: Five. How's going?
7: Seven. Seven. Have we got an apology officer? Six.
3: Five. 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 Not yet. No apology. Not even Four. an apology for an officer.
7: Three. Three. I'm going to need a volunteer at the end of this. Two. We're getting Sure-side rude words in the script.
0: 18.
7: One. Right. We're going to need cover. Volunteers, please. Who wants to cover this one? Oh, mine. I'll tell you, shall I, shall I have a go at doing this one?
0: Yeah, go
5: on. <clears <clears <throat> let me, <throat> let me uh, talk you in. Uh, so, Commander Chicks will be with us live next week. So, if you've got any questions for him, let us know before the show. But now it's over to the sports results. Courtesy of our <laughs> standing apology officer.
1: I'm back. You're right. Back. <laughs> Just, I'm I'm cur- back. In courtesy
5: much. of our actual <laughs> apology officer. <laughs> All
1: the vir- all the virgins were lost. I've got to push another button here now. <laughs> there were no virgins in Scotland. <laughs> but are the virgins now back? <laughs> Be, J- yes, let's let's give this another go, shall we? J- do you want me? Do you, shall I put the
3: music on again?
1: No, just do diggly, it. Diggly, dingly, dingly, diggly, dingly, and it's me. Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report, where we dive into the crystal waters of Hutton Spaces sporting events and on that note
3: I think we've lost it, the might, be re- we re- it? it might be real Pooh, not koi poo.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it seems the, the the third stage of the I came out here to get away from you rally ended with a respectable victory for commander koi poo